the Hardcover Hideout, the podcast in which two lifelong comic book fans discuss a different, lesser known, maybe sometimes obscure comic book in each episode. Hi and welcome to Hardcover Hideout. I'm Chris. And I'm Jared. And this is episode six. We've done six of these, Jared. Wow. Not including the zero episode and the bonus episode we did. Right. Um, Someday we'll get the hang of it. (laughs) At episode six. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Today we're going to be discussing Bitch Planet. We are going to change the format a little after Jared and I discussed it. But since we have no one listening to this podcast, they're never going to notice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. so, but first, before we get to Bitch Planet, Jared, how was your uh, couple weeks since I saw you last? Uh, busy. Yeah, been working. Here too. Watch anything? Read anything? Uh, yeah, we actually watched the the Weird Al movie. <gasps> Did you see it? Yet? Not yet. It's all, it was on my plan to see it's this on, weekend, but it yeah, never happened. It's on like Roku or something. Yeah, I have uh, it. Oh yeah. So, me and my wife watched that and. It was, uh, I knew, it because it, it has like an introduction with Weird Al, and he's like, this is a totally real, not made up story at all, at the beginning, like to his intro, and I was like, okay, it's going to be a little... Oh, it is totally made yeah, I, I've read the synopsis of it, and right. I, I mean, I'm not going to spoil anything for anybody, because since I haven't seen it, but I've seen the trailer, and I watched yeah. a lot about it. I am a huge Weird Al Yankovic fan, and I've been a Weird Al Yankovic fan since probably... Uh, the 80s when he first came out with uh you know when he was on dr demento because again uh, i am much older than jared and during the 80s when i was a kid that i used to listen on the radio at night the dr demento show right with uh oh my god tons of great songs yeah i didn't Uh, really know who that was i had to look it up dr demento Demento, yeah Yeah, i grew up on plays a big part in the movie and yeah and dr demento was uh a big part in Weird Al's life. He's the one when Weird Al was in college, started airing his songs that Weird Al was recording in the bathroom. Um, and so, you know, uh, another one gets another one on the bus. Yep. That was like one of his first. Uh-huh. Um, and ever since then, yeah. I have been at Weird Al in 3D. It was like, I think my first, one of my first albums uh, from his that I bought by myself. Yeah. It's it's definitely worth a watch. It's, yeah. it's, there's, it's very funny. It's ridiculous. It's you know that, everything you say, expect it would be from from Weird Al. That's it's, what. That's uh, exactly what I heard. And you know I've yeah, seen synopsis. There's and, like there's some couple like holy shit moments. <laughs> like <laughs> I can't believe they're doing this. <laughs> like when I was watching the making of it, and when I first heard that Daniel Ratcliffe was playing yeah. him, I was like, okay. Yeah. But you know, watching the the trailer and that, I love it. But the scene where I see that he's like mouthing off to someone and he's got Madonna on his arm and they're like dating. I'm like, oh, okay, this is yeah. going to be a parody of parodies. Yeah, I thought he did a good job. Um, now, Weird Al, he only does like an intro at the beginning? He has a part in the movie. Does he? Yeah. Okay, I was wondering if he had a... Yeah. I remember... I'm going to be another Weird Al story. I remember the first time I was living in the apartment with my wife and he had just released Running With Scissors and the video for... Uh, it's the Star Wars, the prequels. Uh-huh. Um, and it's uh, set to American Pie, you know, the Jedi. And Weird Al introduced himself for the first time without uh, glasses and his signature mustache. Uh, and I was just in shock. And I remember my mom uh, saw him and went, well, he's actually a handsome young man. <laughs> right. And in the movie, the, the real, real Weird Al 
he has he doesn't have glasses or a mustache and it took me a minute and i was like that guy looks familiar yeah and it, it was like oh that's a that's a real one i am so. uh, i'm looking forward to see it it's funny because i follow him on instagram and his wife and his wife just looks so normal it doesn't he doesn't she doesn't look like someone you would think would be with weird al um but yeah i love weird al yeah and i really am looking forward to seeing that movie yeah you don't have to watch it before our next episode yeah and we'll see what you think about it yeah i definitely will anything Uh, else you? other than that i started watching the new season of cobra kai Uh, season five yeah it's it's good and bad at the same time but i I stopped after season two oh really i watched all of them up to this point i just lost interest i mean it wasn't you know even though i'm older i still have the attention span of probably a 12 year old right and so i started watching it and i just didn't keep me in through so i stopped watching a little yeah i get it Uh, i don't know why i mean what are they introducing this season i know it was like it's been a lot of characters coming back either they were trying to get what's her name who played elizabeth shoe no Oh, did they get Elizabeth Shue back? One episode. I know they're trying Last to get her, season, but no, four. they were trying to get back. Uh, oh God, she won the Oscar for Ga- uh, Baby, the boxing movie, female boxing movie. Um, she played the female Karate oh, Kid. Uh, oh, uh, Hillary Swank. Hillary Swank. No, they no. Seen her. I heard they were trying to get her for a season because, uh, you know, they <clears> wanted to, you know, incorporate her into it as well since right. she got Mr. Miyagi. Reverse. Because Mr. Miyagi taught her. <laughs> right. Right. No, they have uh, the guy from Karate Kid 2, when he goes to Japan, the guy yeah. he fights at the end, he's in this season. Well, he was in last season, too, and he's in this season. And then the guy from Karate Kid 3. One um, of the worst Karate Kids. Huh? One of the worst Karate Kids. Yeah. 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 Where, um, where Danny Russo leaves Mr. Miyagi right. to join another studio. So that guy that he was training with in Karate Kid 3 is now, is now running Cobra Kai, and they're... So now that's John Kreese is out of the picture and not to give too much away, but this other guy, I can't remember his name right now, but he's now and it's like him and LaRusso are are kind of battling now instead of the other guy. So yeah, last I left off, what's his name fell off the uh, balcony and was paralyzed. The kid. Oh, um, Who's probably Miguel. walking now and probably back to find Miguel, him. yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yep. Well, um, other than that, just watching football and watching how terrible my fantasy teams are this year. Yeah. Not doing that good, but that's okay. Um, well. Yeah, I haven't watched much else besides Do you have that, money so. on your fantasy football? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, otherwise it's not really worth playing. Like. What's I mean? What's the point? I guess I I, I, I say that all the time. Yeah, like <laughs> you, you gotta you gotta have some skin in the game. You gotta have some type of motivation, or else people just don't set their lineups. Like like you said, you did when you were yeah. in, in the leagues. Doesn't give you any motivation to do anything. Yeah. You're just like, eh, whatever. I don't care. It doesn't you know? Right. But if there's money on the line, I know when last year I won 180 dollars in well, one league. We use so. the terms I was in the league loosely. Yeah, you were invited. I was, I was invited because I needed an extra person, and I and was. You, and you gave everybody a win every time they played you. So right. I'm every sure that was, they were not every time. That. Yeah. I, the the one year I did play, I kind of tried to focus on it, and I'd go in, and if I had players on off games, I'd switch out my right. my uh, lineup and put the others on the bench. But then I got to the point where I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 
Um, well, nice. No yeah. books? Another reading thing? Um, I'm still reading The Blackest Night Omnibus. Yeah. Was, it's a big boy. It Just is a big boy. Get through it. Get it. Read some of that. Read some of the, you know, then go back and forth between the books we're reading for this and reading that. So, um, I'm just, my, I'm just want to finish by the end of the year. That's kind of, I'm not really in too much of a hurry, but yeah. Um, just read it here and there. Nice. But yeah, that's about it. It's otherwise just been working and hanging yeah, out with the wife and gonna stuff. It's going to be a busy and, season coming up for you. Right. Yeah. It's going to be six days a week. Yeah. 10 hour days. Holidays probably. are big for you. Holidays are big for me for work. Yeah. So, holidays, ironically for me, the holidays is when it's going to start slowing down. Right. And Which one. is a lot of places. Yeah, I mean, most uh, most of my employees take off. Uh, this month they'll be here, but next month they'll be like skeleton crews, and most of nice. my employees are like, to, you have to use all the the PTO you've accomplished, accomplished all the all PTO you you've accumulated, right? And so you can only carry over forty hours, and wow. so yeah, so most of them have to use PTO, and we're not that busy during the holidays, and. My philosophy is as long as I have one employee there uh, in a day, and that's all I need. So, yeah, so I'm going to be kind of slow for this time, uh, whereas you are busy. Yeah. But uh, this last couple of weeks, I was actually busy. And like you, I uh, didn't get much. I didn't. I We watched Umbrella Academy season two. We only have like two episodes left of the season. It's not in. It's It just not wasn't as interesting as the first season. Uh, it just seems almost like a rehash of the first season. It's just how many times can these uh, people you know, cause the world to end? <laughs> so yeah, I, I've actually never seen it, any of it. So I highly um, recommend the first season. The first, I've read yeah, the actual I, the graphic novel. I've read. Yeah, uh, it is really good. Uh, it's on my list. And the first volume matches pretty good the first season. Pretty good. I mean, you know, of course, everyone has their own artistic license and sure don't really always follow the material word for word which their whole history of books to movies have never followed the book completely word for word otherwise it would be a second 12-hour movie right <laughs> so exactly um what else books uh crowded i'm still reading it's a really good book it's the one with the i was telling you back last week with yeah. uh, the contracts mm-hmm. uh, i'm still reading justice league the book we just read that we're going to discuss, it was really hard for me to get through. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, but we'll get to that when we discuss the book. Other than that, no. So well, you don't um, read something and finish it. You bounce around. Like you've been reading that Justice League Yeah, I bounce around. Well, months. it's not read something. Justice League has numerous issues. I'm not reading a ominous. Well, instead, no, I, I know that, but... Instead, so you're still doing the Scott Snyder Justice Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I'm still doing Scott Snyder. Yeah. yeah, I jump around. Yeah, lot. instead of finishing that whole run, yeah, I will you kind around. of jump around a yeah. little bit. Okay. Yeah, I'll jump around. I think I've actually taken in a few, when you said you were reading Darkest Night, Yeah, I was like, I started reading a few issues. Um, Blackest Night. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Blackest Night. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I've read a few Deadpool. I got me into oh, okay. it last week. When we were just the, depends on what you're in the mood yeah, for. Yeah, it depends on what I'm in the mood for. I have some manga that we will never discuss on this podcast <laughs> that I've been reading too, but it's Deadpool manga. So I started reading oh, that yeah, and it's samurai. funny. Yeah. The samurai. Yeah. It is funny. You, and there's a second one. Yeah. I have both too. of them. You have both. Yeah. Okay. I have both of them. That's all I know. It, yeah. About manga. I mean, but they're really funny. Oh, I know some, but, <clears throat> but other than that, trying to think if there's anything else I watched. Oh, 
<laughs> uh, speaking of manga, anime, I yeah. watched season two of Demon Slayer. Okay. Which was really good. Just trying to figure out why on Hulu, which I watched it on, it <laughs> jumped around. Like, it started right into a storyline, and then it finished the storyline. And then at the end, it had three episodes that take place technically during the be- before the storyline I just read, which hmm. really threw me off. Interesting. Uh, but it was good. I loved it. It's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. Mm. Unfortunately, or fortunately, I'm not, again, I'm not a 12-year-old kid who thinks they're better than anyone else because they're reading the sub instead of listening to the dub. Okay. What does that uh, apparently, mean? there's a, a big battle with anime uh-huh. that you're not a true anime fan if you listen to the dub, you watch the dub version, meaning... American oh. people doing the voices. Oh, yeah. yeah where yeah. you're supposed to listen to it in the original Japanese version and just, and just read the subtitles. But the problem is, half the time when I'm watching it, I'm doing something else. And so it's so playing in the background. It. So I don't have time to read. Um, but I think that's dumb. I think it's as long as you're watching it. Right. Uh, yeah. Either way, subbed or dubbed. Yeah, as long as you're, as long as you're, but you're not really it. in an anime, right? No, I, I, I've never got into it for whatever reason. I don't know. But so, yeah. maybe, I'll, maybe I'll try it, the Demon Slayer. It is good. It is a good one to start with. Yeah. Uh, I highly recommend Demon Slayer. I highly recommend, uh, <laughs> if you want a good anime, uh, Fairy Tale is a really good one. Or Seven Deadly Sins. I've heard uh, of Seven Deadly Sins. Yeah, Seven Deadly Sins is funny. Um, I really like that one. Uh, I love Full Metal Alchemist, mm-hmm. but again, this is an anime podcast, so those That's are some right. good ones to look at. Uh, right. Any cool. news you want to talk about? Uh, no, I think that's your your department today. Uh, news. <laughs> uh, sad news in the world of animation. One of the greatest voices of the Dark Knight, Kevin Conroy, passed away this week. Uh, he was suffering. I don't know, kind of cancer. Do you know what kind of cancer? I read and, it, but I don't Yeah, I know I he remember. had cancer. And I had seen him, not in person, but in videos and that, at cons recently. And he just, he looked sick. I mean, even when he was, did you watch Flash? Um, yep. Crisis on Multiple Earths? Is that right? I, was one of, yeah, I think it was Crisis on Infinite Earths. Okay, yeah, I Crisis on Infinite yeah, Earths. He was, the he older, was played older Bruce Wayne, Wayne yeah. over Bruce Wayne that yeah. was in like a thing. Right. He, uh, yeah. He, he, he looked he, thin he, there, too. Yeah, for sure. So... But yeah, rest in peace, uh, Kevin Conroy. There can no one who could live up to your voice. Yeah, but he's the the voice most people. Mo- yeah, grew up when with. you read a Batman comic, you kind of yeah, you use that you, you use, use that, that voice, Kevin Conroy, that Conroy voice, voice when he's talking. So yeah, I mean it's it's sad. Uh, it's sad. Right. Um, other news. Uh, you know, we had said it earlier, but isn't that really <laughs> comic book news? Gallagher, the comedian from yeah, died my childhood, day. died the same day. Although, yeah, yeah. reading it, I did learn that, and I guess I used to listen to it, and it happened, and I just, you know, yeah. I was young, and, you know, back in the 80s, we didn't even think about that, but he was kind of like, <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't cut and fly to the gate with some of the things he was saying like, right. uh, about the uh, LGBTQ oh, yeah, community sure. and that. Other news, on top of what we discussed last time, it sounds like um, uh, the new head of the D- of DC, James Gunn, uh, came out with some of his plans, and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah. gonna, some of the things he's like, he wants to uh, resurrect and bring back the Legends of Legends Tomorrow. of Tomorrow. I'm like, 
Why? Of all the shows that were in the CW, you want to bring that one back? And he wants to release a new cut of Suicide Squad. Yeah, oh the, the first one. not Yeah, the first one, not his. Not his version, yeah. the Ayers cut, I'm like, the Ayers version. I thought the whole point of them bringing him on was he's going to bring DC forward and start stop bringing stuff back. He's going to recycle stuff. Yeah, recycle stuff. So how do you feel about that? I mean, I think that's fine if that's if he does that, but I'm hoping that there's more to more, it, more to it, more coming, more right. original content, and not just like Legends Tomorrow. Was I watched the first couple seasons? I think and it was a fine show. I mean, it was right. it, it was, was okay. a CW show. It was yeah, it was a CW. It, it was it was what you expect from a CW show, right. CW DC show. But well, I don't think it needs to come back. I don't like, either. <laughs> I, you know, I think there's a lot of other characters, a lot of other uh, teams or books or whatever you want to call it to that he could pull from to yeah instead of doing legends of tomorrow legends again. of tomorrow right so yeah i mean that's to be the first news that kind of comes out that this is what he's doing it's kind of like eh, come on james it was sad. i mean yeah, yeah. it was kind of disappointing yeah i mean you have <laughs> the world on a plate right now with dc and there's so much you could be doing with it i mean <clears throat> you just had black adam come out you have shazam coming out it's starting to set up that universe. Uh, you know, Black Adam introduced us to the Justice Society. So that's got that going. You you now can like start building off that. And we've it's right. been announced that Henry Cavill's coming back and yep. as Superman and they can start going with that. But now it sounds like he's backtracking to Yeah. So Maybe I he's mean, just like giving us a little It's just like a little teaser, maybe like you know, before he drops the big stuff, I don't know. I'm hoping. I'm, I'm like, I'm trying not to judge. It's just when you hear news like that come out, it was like, ah, oh, sounds like you're just looks like he's just doing the horrible trend of DC, just sticking yeah. with what they sucked at. I hope not, especially since if he has like full control, full almost, control, right? You know, doing that. Something I did hear, and I think it was James Gunn that said it. He wants Jason Momoa to play another DC character. Do you want to guess who it is? Think about Jason Momoa. Uh, okay, hold on. Um, I'm you, going with Lobo. Correct. Yes. Yeah. He would make a good Lobo. He would make a good Lobo, but he's already Aquaman. But he's always Aquaman. Yeah, that's, and, you can't do that. I mean, I don't know how they would do that. What if he, Lobo and Aquaman are in the same movie? <laughs> See, I mean, Marvel's done it. Yeah. Marvel has made other actors play other, but they went from playing like a character that was in the background that you barely saw to, you know, having more of a major role. Right. This is like having Aquaman then playing Lobo. It would it wouldn't work. I agree right. though he'd be good casting, but they should have yeah. thought of that before they casted him as yeah, Aquaman. They should. Which I'm already I've always been mixed on him as Aquaman. Yeah. Um. You know, it's Jason Momoa. He, you know, uh, all those oh look at the girls oh it's Jason Momoa. Uh. <laughs> uh, but yeah. I never thought he really looked like what I thought Aquaman would look like. Right. He looks like what I think Lobo would look like. Yeah. But that, it's too late. They've already cast him as Aquaman. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. But now they, then they changed the, the comic version to look more like Look more like more. In the newer... Marvel did the same thing. Yeah. Marvel was, you know, oh my God, the movies became hits. We need to make sure we change our characters to look like, you know, Robert Downey Jr. Now, I'll grant you... Uh, Tony Stark did kind of yeah. look like Robert Downey Jr. to begin with, but they really made him like Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I don't blame them for that. And then uh, 
Other news, they have now officially scrapped the Harry Potter uh, movies. Uh, you know, they were doing the Fantastic Beast. Never saw them. Yeah, I, I, it, doesn't, it doesn't hurt me at all. Uh, and they were in discussions that they want to get with her and start a new series on HBO Max. Okay. Uh, to do a new like Harry Potter series. Uh, Fantastic Beast, the last one. When the whole Johnny Depp thing happened with that woman he Amber was married to, yeah, Amber Heard, uh, they kind of let him go and then recasted him. I still think they should have Johnny Depp was him. in those movies? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. So what happened was in the very first movie, it was uh, Colin Farrell. Okay. And it turns out at the end of the movie, Colin Farrell was actually Johnny Depp in disguise. Uh, he's the bad wizard, and you find out he was in disguise. And Colin Farrell ends up changing, and it's Johnny Depp. Uh, and then he was supposed to be in, uh, then he was in, I believe, in the second one. And then he got fired because of the whole Amber Heard thing, and they recasted him. Okay. And it just went downhill from there. And the movie wasn't that great. And they, like, the second one. It's been two or three? It's been three. Three, okay. Uh, I haven't seen the third one yet. Okay. But in the second one, I didn't think it was too bad until the very end, and they just changed the lore, and you're like, what? Nah. So I stopped watching them. But the only other news is uh, they have a petition out <laughs> to... Petition? A petition. Is okay. that right? It's a petition, right? Yeah. It's they have a petition right? yeah, for The Witcher to make it so Henry Cavill cannot quit, and they fire <laughs> They fire him. What are they going to force him into servitude? I mean, how you can't do? Doesn't want to do it. I just love them. I love when people start petitions. I mean, would you rather be the Witcher or Superman? I mean, come on. Yeah, kidding. Superman. Yeah. If you have a choice, how does poor Hemsworth probably feel? Set there, like haven't even seen him yet as right. the Witcher, but yeah, they're already like petitioning to get him, like, stuff yeah, to get him fired. Oh my gosh, I didn't know that. That's yeah. crazy. People are crazy. Mm-hmm. Can't don't make him. Don't let him quit. Make him do it. Yep. I mean, he's already doing. I mean, the third season hasn't even come out yet. Yeah. And I mean, Henry Cavill's in it. They should just cancel it. They should just cancel it. I agree. After the third season, I, mean. I agree. So other than that, I have no other news except for like elections, and it was a big election this week. But we're not a we're not a political podcast, so yeah, I'm just gonna say uh, I'm happy the way it's going so far. Right. Um, for sure. So let's get into the book. So the graphic novel we read was Bitch Planet, which I'm going to preface was better to say than read, uh, by Kelly Sue DeConnick and art by Valentine DeLando. Landro. Landro. Uh, but one of the issues was done by Robert Wilson IV, issue number three. But for the most part, Valen, uh, Valentine. Valentine. I think it's Valentine. I, I read it as Valentine, but yeah, I think it I, could now, be that I, now that I look at it, it could be Valentine, Valentine. Yeah. Uh, so they did Bitch Planet. A quick synopsis. I didn't really find a synopsis, but uh, for the most part, a quick synopsis of Volumes 1 and 2 is you discover that it's more of a world almost like Hands Made Tale. Women are more of objects than they are uh, people. And they call men father, which is really weird. Uh, and they have a prison in space 
uh, which is called Bitch Planet. And if you don't meet a certain specification for women, you are sent to this prison. So this is not a prison just for murderers and lawbreakers. If you're a large woman, you get sent there. If you're not a pretty woman, you get sent there. If you do not have values of a quote-unquote woman of their standards, you get sent there. Uh, And during your stay in this prison, they do have a game. It was really confusing, but apparently there's a game they make up. So it's sort of like, you know, football with women that they've made up. Uh, The game is very interesting. Yeah. But, you know, the women play this sport where it's 2,000 pounds combined. So you can have as many people as you want. You just can't go over 2,000 pounds. And you have to make your way down a field to get a ball in a hole. Basically. Um, While the guards try to top you or stop you. Right. Uh, and we're following a few characters in it, and uh, it's a basically about their lives, and you get a little back history for some of them, and uh, then volume two kind of ends with a revolution about to happen, and that's how volume two ended. Right. I'm sure there's going to be a volume three. I'm not sure if I'll read it, but... I mean, it's been uh, six years. So, my God, yeah, it has been six years. Yeah. So... And I, I read... Um, a few things up on it. Um, Kelly Sue said that in 2018 that Volume Three was coming, and it's going to be 2023 in a few weeks. Yeah. So, uh, but I mean, they did have a third volume that was just uh, a compilation of stories written by different creators, which doesn't really continue the story. It just kind of fills in some gaps, gaps. I think. Um, so I don't know if they're actually going to continue because that that last page was like, that's yeah, it. That's it was, that, yeah, it, it was, was like. Sort okay. of like a cliffhanger. Yeah. And we don't know. Basically, it, that's what it was. It was yeah. a cliffhanger. And right. now we, then we move on. So, I mean, it's the witcher, the witch's syndrome. I mean, witch's volume, next volume has been in the making forever. It's so about the same, the same amount of time. Yeah, yeah. Amount of time. 15, 15, 16. Uh, so, before we move on, we'll let you know that disclaimer... There are going to be spoilers. Uh, we're not going to be going through the whole book page by page like we usually do in our podcast. Uh, but we are going to discuss it, and most likely will we bring up spoilers. Um, so, in whole, uh, reading the book, just going for volume, starting with volume one, uh, the art was nothing special. Uh, it reminded me a lot of like 70s comic book art. Um, it was almost like, you know, 70s, 70s comic book art where they would have the art, but it underlaid in the art was like the little dot patterns uh-huh. or, you know, where you could tell that it was on a certain type of paper before they printed it. That's what it kind of reminded me of. Um, nothing about the art like st- stood out for me. Um, I will have to say, I'm glad Tasha is not with us on this episode. The, the book is very, um, I don't want to say graphic. It, this is a lot of nudity. There is just a lot of nudity. There's no, um, well, there are adult subject matters in it. Mm-hmm. Some things take place in the shower and, uh, you know, some girl on girl action and a lot of boobies. Um, but it, it's just the subject matter, it, in whole, the book was not what I thought. 
Uh, I really had not read up on Bitch Planet. I like to be surprised with our books. So I like to read them before I like review them or before I do research on them. I like to read them so I'm surprised. Because I don't like to like do all the research and read by what people thought about it, and then and then read then it, then read it, and be right. like, oh, okay, I like to read it first. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you my impression going in. I really thought by Bitch Planet, it was going to be like a a planet full of like barbarian or like fighting women who you know are badass, like almost like Barbarella. From the seventies, you probably don't know what that movie is, right? Do you? 60s, 70s. I know. I, I haven't seen it, but I, I know. Yeah, I know and that, see, that's what I was picturing. So when I actually read it and discovered, it's more of a. Uh, I think you and I said it best. I said it reminded me of a Handmaid's Tale, and you said it reminded you of Orange Is the New Black. Right. So it's more like Handmaid's Tale meets the Orange Is the New Black. Um, most of it takes place in a space prison. It's a, it's a planet. It's a different planet. Space, I'm sorry, space planet. Yeah. But it's a prison. I mean, right, the it's whole a, planet is a prison. Is this prison, apparently. Right. Bitch Planet is basically a prison for women. Right. Uh, and so there's no escaping because they're on a planet. Uh, then we have who are our characters in the book? Cam. Uh, Penny. Penny. She's the, the larger girl. Right. And you have Miko. And Miko is the. You find her backstory later. Right. She's the Asian girl uh, who is the daughter of one of the engineers. Correct. Right. Uh, those right. are our three mains what we really watch. Because uh, in the beginning, Cam tries to protect Marion. And it's really weird how it happens. I mean, you find out in the beginning that, you know, there's a guy whose wife, Marion, is in prison in on Bitch Planet. And he makes a deal with the company that owns Bitch Planet. And because he has a new girl. Right. And so she is uh, set up to be eliminated. Like not just, you know, it was going to be an accident in prison. But Cam tries to save her. And then while Cam's back's turned, she gets her throat cut. Right. And now she's being blamed for it. And now they're saying she killed now her. Now she's saying they killed right. her. Yeah. Um, then they again start, you know, the game. They get Cam, who she's somebody. We don't know who Cam is yet, but she yeah. is somebody. And we find out much later that the reason she's there is because of her brother's sister. Right. 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 Uh, who you find out that this planet has many different areas. And there's an area right. where they're doing experiments on people. Mm-hmm. But we don't find that till volume two. Right. Uh, but in whole, we get some backstories. Uh, mm-hmm. You get Penny's backstory, mm-hmm. and you find out the only reason she's there is because she's a large girl. And as she was a kid, her mom was taken away for the exact same reason, and she was put in foster homes and school. They tried to like make her the perfect mm-hmm. woman, and she just didn't fit in. And then, uh, and then Miko, you find her backstory in Volume 2, she was the daughter of the engineer, and the engineer was trying to do something to help the planet without people knowing, and he was getting, he got caught by one of his coworkers, so his coworker was trying to blackmail him because he wanted to feel what it was like to have a family, too. There was a whole lot of underlining on that yeah, story. I, right. I just, I couldn't tell if it was like he wanted to have sex with the mom or one of the kids, or it was just really creepy. Well, he came in and he asked if he could... Basically, have Miko, right? Yeah. Well, it wasn't Miko. I think it was the wife. 
No. Was it Miko? Yeah. <laughs> he said, I'm pretty sure he said he won. And then that's why she ended up at his house. At his house. Miko was the one and who was at his she- house. Kills him. And she kills him <laughs> with, with the violin string, which was pretty string, badass. Which was pretty badass. Yes, it was. <laughs> and that's how she ended up in in the planet. Well, and you then know. you learn that her mom and her dad, but mostly her mom, right. had like an underground school where she was teaching mm-hmm. girls, right? Actual education, math, and overall, I mean, the story was good. It wasn't what I was thinking it was. It was very deep. It, the last few books we've been reading i mean except for i mean last few books we've been reading haven't been great uh that last book wasn't deep or anything that last book was just crap <laughs> um have you noticed that all the books that we've that we've done on this podcast except for um sex castle have had um women main characters women main characters yeah yeah and that's not i mean just yeah it's not I, we're not know, picking it up because of that it just happened to work out coincidence way, like, yeah let's yeah, see i thought i just thought that was interesting um, back on i do think this would episodes. be it's a good woman empowering book um it's really not something i would i mean again i don't want to sound like you know uh, a father <laughs> i don't want to sound like one of the fathers i'm glad tasha didn't join us i think i said that mm-hmm. um it, it was just it was very depressing, very dark. Oh. Um, you know, it, again, the world we live in right now is just on the brink as it is. Mm-hmm. When I read comics, I want to be taken away to a different world uh, where I'm happy. Um, I'm not saying that everything I read is all, you know, Smurfs and... You know, unicorns. But, you know, Saga is an amazing book. And it's got its ups and downs. But it's a whole different world and it's fun stuff. This was just depressing. Saga is very, to me, very immersive. Like, yeah. I want to, it feels like I'm part of this world that Brian K. Vaughn created. Right. And when I read this, I was like, I don't, I don't really want to be there. I don't want to right. any part of this. Yeah, that's what I thought. And <laughs> I guess, you know, a part of it, like being a man. Yeah. I mean, because the men are definitely the bad people in this. Yeah. I mean, you have your good men in it, but for the most part, you know, it's a sexist, like, masculine yeah. it's world. It's an over-the-top portrayal of a patriarchy oh, that's gone so. nuts. Very much so. Yeah, so... Um, uh, and... The one of a like Miko, mm-hmm. like you really don't see her, they don't really discuss her much in the book. You see her a little bit here and there. She becomes one of the members of the team, and then at the end, she not even the end during the game, at the end of the game, she gets her neck snapped. End of the first volume, right? End of the first volume, right. yeah. she gets her neck snapped, and then. We get a backstory for like. I felt, yeah, I thought that that was that was weird. How they, how yeah. she chose to do that. I did like when her father comes to the prison to do his improvements that he was they hired him for, mm-hmm. and in the deal of getting his daughter out, and he talks to her, but it's the virtual reality version of her, and then they have oh, it play right. a violin for him. And right then he knew she was dead because yeah. they never really taught them violin. They just taught him enough that they could look like they were practicing. So that's right. how he knew that his daughter was dead. Um, it was also interesting that most of the help 
were virtual reality holograms. Mm, right. Of course, made out to look like sexy women who, yeah. you know, they're at their beck and call. Uh, but for the most part, nothing really stood out that really, like, made me go, ooh, on this. The best things that stood out to me at the end of every issue, yeah. they had, like, the old comic book ads. But they were, the like, very sexist, right. like, geared towards, you know, making women perfect kind of comic book ads. Yeah. And the best part about them were was the order form. Yeah. <laughs> was basically saying, don't order this. It's yeah. crap. Don't waste right. your money. But if you want to waste your money, I go mean, ahead yeah. and send it to this yeah. people. They're like, this, is, this stuff is crap. <laughs> they were like, literally said that. And whoever, yeah. I wonder if they, if she wrote all those or if she took, I think some of them might be real ads, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I thought I read or, one or that based said, on real I, ads. Yeah, they're based on. I thought I read one of those at the end. It said one of these is a real ad. Can you guess which one it is? Yeah, uh, I'm guessing the X-ray specs. Because I remember yeah. those when I was a kid. Really, the X-ray specs. Yeah. I always wanted to order a pair, but then I saw them on a, a Pee-wee's Big Adventure, right. where he's in that lower. Yeah, he puts yeah. them on, and they're just cardboard with a little hole. <laughs> Cut out in them. I'm like, no, oh, I'm glad I never ordered. Oh those. yeah, yeah. I probably had those. And then I know a friend of mine who ordered the build your own big screen TV, <laughs> and it was like three bucks. And all they do is they <laughs> send you. It was a plan. It was plans of how to build the box, and it was this like magnifying screen, and you were supposed to put your TV in it upside down. And then it projects right side up in wow. this big screen. Oh, it was horrible. That's funny. Uh, I did notice that in each of the ads, up until volume two, and then the ads all changed completely, mm -hmm. there was the uh, rabbit and happy, and the, there's messages to someone. I thought oh. that was going to pan out um, because if you read all the ads underneath, there was like uh, almost, what do they call those? Um, Back in the day, they used to put personals, yeah, personal oh, ads, yeah, and you oh, had like uh, the missing connections, yeah, the missing connections, yeah, those are, like rabbit and that. Yeah, yeah. Where have you gone to? I thought yeah. that was going to pan out in one of these volumes. Oh, I see. And I'm wondering if you know it has to do with when you get to volume two, you find out that the CEO or the underneath the CEO, his daughter. You know, remember that very end, mm -hmm. you had the CEO who wrote that speech and yeah. was thinking he was going to take over. And Well, someone else wrote it, and he's like, all right, that's good. Well, I'm, I'm talking about it. the one who wrote it. Oh, the one who wrote because it, Because remember, yeah. the one who wrote it, yeah. his daughter, was part of the revolution. Right, right. Where the one who wrote it thought he was going to be one giving the speech, and he was going to be like, yeah, yeah. and the CEO was like, perfect, I'll take it. Yeah, he's yeah. like, what? Right. And the wife was like, he's going to be someone big in the company, and then the CEO was like, I'm going to read it. He's like, she's, uh and the daughter just looked like a daughter. Mm. Right. Oh yeah. Till the end. Yeah, I kinda wondered why like because they showed her a few times throughout that second volume and I was like, okay. Like they had a whole um few pages of her trying on a dress and trying all this. Dress, and I was like, right. Why do we care about her? And then you know, you find out at the end of the, of the second volume. Right. What why, what she why, does. why I mean she why literally we, shoots the CEO in the head. Right. Um what are your thoughts? Do you have any like any added on the the? So I read an interview with the that did Connick did. Uh -huh. um, I can't remember where, where it was from. Maybe Comic Creator. 
it was it was interesting. Um, the guy who was interviewing her, it was two years after she wrote it. Okay. So it was written in 2015. So this was about probably 2000, right before the pandemic. Right. Two um, years before the pandemic. Yeah. So she said this. she meant this as a comedy. That's what she, that's what she said. And maybe in 2015, it, you could I see can, it as I, a comedy. I, can, okay. I mean, when the climate we're in now, old. it's a little bit... Uh, I know, but I am still... I mean, even the I mean, author more like of satire, I guess. It's black like it's comedy, so maybe. black comedy. It's so over the top that it's funny, right? Maybe, but now I mean, in our but, climate, it's not. But now, yeah, in 2023, almost it's it's. We didn't. I didn't find it funny. No, I didn't find it funny at all. Um, I didn't find any humor in it. Right. So that's the way she meant it, and so I. That's I she that's was not ahead of her time. Yeah, but I'm sure she was ahead of her time with something she didn't want. Right. She's probably like. Oh, shit, this this is coming true. <laughs> yeah, when she said she wanted something to write something that was ridiculous but also plausible, which I think she succeeded. That's what in that. you succeeded. <laughs> um, so and yeah, so we talked about it, two two of her inspirations. One of them was The Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's Tale. Which what you the, said the author of that never said this was this was more of a. She said with in her interview with an interview with her. Yeah. That Handmaid's Tale was never meant to be. It was always a you know warning. Yeah, you know, this don't don't kid yourself. This is uh, something that could happen in the future, and she's even coming out going, "I meant the future." <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, and there was another movie that she mentioned. It was a, an '80s sci-fi movie that you'll never guess <laughs> what it is. Um, I give you, I'll give you, I could give you as many guesses as you want. I don't think you come up well, with it. Give me a hint. What year? Uh, I don't know. Eighty-seven. Uh, Oh, you! He said in the eighties. Eighties and sci-fi action movie. A Running Man. No. Uh, you're saying no matter how many times I guess, I'm never gonna get it. Eighty-seven. It really has nothing to do with the the theme of the story. It's just uh, it was yeah, always nineteen eighty-seven. That was right. Look at you. All right, other guesses. Nineteen eighty-seven <clears throat> sci-fi. Was that Total Recall? Not that kind of sci-fi. Okay. Oh, other sci-fi. Yeah, well, Cherry Two Thousand. Don't think about like space. Oh, don't sci-fi. think about space sci-fi. Think yeah. of Earth sci-fi. Yeah, in eighty-seven. Yeah, Total Recall. Oh no, Terminator. No, but Terminator. you're getting closer. Am I with Cherry Two Thousand? I don't know what Cherry Two Thousand is, <laughs> but I'm getting closer with Total Recall. No, or Terminator. Terminator. Recall. Terminator. I keep saying that. Uh, all right, I'll do one more guess. And I'll let you tell so that. The people listening to our podcast isn't like Jesus everyone is Christ, asleep now. Yeah. <laughs> How many guests are going to fall asleep through? with the wheel okay, here? 1987 sci-fi. Don't think of space. Robocop. Yes, correct. And there, it was basically she said it was in, this was inspired by exploitation films. Okay, I can see that. So it was. I mean, it if wasn't you think like about it, thing. But I mean, well, first of all, the way they treat the women in this. I mean, except for Cam, who is kind of a badass. Yeah. And I love that scene where she catches the person she keeps as her mole, her little helper. Her, she keeps calling Wait. him a partner. Oh, the guy who's the guy who's, who's, who looks yeah. through the hole, and she like literally pulls him through that hole, and then tells him, "Now repair this stuff." Right. Um. Uh. I don't see. I can see more exploiting films, and I can see RoboCop. Yeah, I guess it, she just mentioned that one, but I think it was kind of that whole like. Uh, like, type of film just even like, like think of the confession rooms i mean they put them in this room that's just a blank wall and then all of a sudden you get that 
the hologram lady just trying to get them to confess, but like just showing weird ass pictures of like sex and yeah things going on. It's almost Clockwork Orangish is what mm. it reminded me of. Yeah, yeah, I would think more She's Clockwork not. Orange than I would think yeah. Robocop. Right. Um. Well, uh, knowing that. I still, even probably in 2015, wouldn't have read this and went, oh, yeah, I get a black comedy. So, I mean, I thought it was a great concept, but yeah. I don't think it was a great execution. Yeah. I it, I think... At least not yet. Maybe if there ever is a volume three, volume it'll have three a payoff, to wrap so up. a little bit better. I but. mean, that's the nice thing about Handmaid's Tale. She's done with it. Yeah. So, now, uh, my other daughter has read Handmaid's Tale. Uh, my older one, and if they follow Handmaid's Tale for the show, it is going to end very depressingly, <laughs> um, because apparently the end of that book is sad. Oh, um, you haven't read it or watched the show? I have not. I've watched the show a little, okay. but I have not watched. I, I have watched not read it. Read it. Yeah, it, maybe if they came out with the volume three that wrapped it all up for us, but I mean, right now it's Alfing it. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, I say Alfinet because Alf ended on a cliffhanger and it was canceled. And so that's kind of what this is. It ends on a cliffhanger and, and you don't ever there's hear, no conclusion. Hear and, see if, if you know, like you said, eight, 2018, she said it was supposed to come out and now it's 2023. Now, granted, a pandemic happened within that time and Handmaid's Tale came out. <laughs> Yeah, so. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure you can still write, a, you know, a comic during a pandemic. You just write it. That's probably the best time to write a comic. <laughs> yeah, everything. I mean, these these uh, artists, and it's not like the 70s and 80s or even 90s where they went into the office. Yeah. They, every they just do everything digitally at their house, and they send it in. Yeah, and then you know, and somebody puts it together. Oh, so. and what they do with? I mean, just my daughter, my oldest, is really into art, and the things she can do with just her iPad, right, and Adobe Photo or Photoshop, I think she uses one of those Adobe applications and draws is amazing. She could be a cartoon artist with what she does. And yeah, they could have done this at home, send out their art. Yeah, so it's a, I wouldn't say it was the, the pandemic. Maybe it was just other projects. Other projects. Something, Something happened in the world that, yeah. you know, like didn't become funny anymore. Yeah, it could be people, that. It could be that as well. Came out of the woodworks that you were like, oh shit, there are people actually like this. Uh, and she just decided not to finish it. Yeah, it could be but that. But that would be the best time to finish it because it looked like at the end of Volume 2, they were starting to rise up. Right. Why would you end it at that? I mean, finish Volume 2 so that we could see a nice, happy conclusion. Right. I agree. Um, but one of my favorite characters was Penny. I thought yeah, she was, I love Penny. I liked her. She was like, where am I going to put my other tent? It's <laughs> <laughs> not my size. When they give her uh, that jumpsuit. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then she's like, um, it, it's uh, when um, Cam is running on that like big like treadmill thing. And then you see um, Penny like going after the guards in the background. I, I like that part. And then uh, another favorite part of mine in there was when they showed the, her the mirror in front of the mirror and it's supposed to show your true self and it was her and it was the way she is yeah. in real life which was great yeah and it was like that was part of yeah. the best part of and they're like it must be broken or something yeah where she so saw like, herself yeah. as, as being a, perfect as, yeah she's There's nothing touched. wrong with me right yeah i did i did wonder what that whole treadmill thing was because it was like just people running yeah towards you know our perspective at us right and as people fell back 
they started fighting the guards. Yeah. <laughs> and like one of his Mika or something just like fell back and then jumped. Yeah. They jumped the right onto the guards. Yeah. Penny from the very beginning, yeah. she barely even ran and she just starts fighting the guards. Um, yeah. I was like, is this like a game? Is this training? <laughs> yeah. What's going on there? I, I did like how I, they kind of uh, had the little title at the top of some pages where I told you this is Miko's uh, proposal. Sorry. This is whoever, and then it kind of right. It was kind of like proposal. a chapter, right. sort of like a chapter heading, like kind of telling you what this one is about. Yeah, I like that Miko's proposal. It when yep. they were disguised because they they'd already come to Cam <clears throat> and wanting her to start a league, a team, and then she wanted she had stipulations. Right, she wanted to see her sister. Yeah, she wanted to see. Well, she didn't. The, was that part of the stipulations, the scene the sister? I don't think she brought that up because I didn't think she wanted people to know that she was there for that. Okay. I think she wanted, there were certain things she wanted. Right. Did we find out what they her. were? The, well, I think it was leading up to seeing yeah. her sister, but she wanted to pick her team. Oh, yeah. She, she wanted, wanted to, to be, pick her yeah. Team. She, and then there, it, it was somebody, they were like, one of them was, was X'd out, one of the names, and we never found out who that was, did mm-hmm. we? No. no. So, yeah, that's another one. It was like, who, she was trying to find who who is this other person it was just a weight and not not a name and yep. we never found out who that person was anything so, else you want to add another thing you were talking about the the nudity oh, yes. and all that and i mean i'm not prude i like i like new nudity just like the next guy but at a certain point it got a little gratuitous it, it was like oh another shower it seemed scene like, like i was just gonna say it <laughs> seemed like they wanted if you read this you would think it was a man who came up with it Right. It, it just seemed like there was a lot of scenes that took place in the shower. I mean, even to the part, I know they made like her little henchman, the one that the guard that she had under her thumb, uh-huh. because I'll let you continue your little show as long as you get me everything I want. Right. So when she did discuss things with him, it would be in the shower. But it does seem like they went to the shower a lot just so they could show naked people. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, and then even with Miko in that when they in that uh, first issue of the second volume, I think, where that she's just like there with her top off for like it seems like no reason. Yeah, for I no mean, reason. You know that guy was like like on her or whatever, but it was just kind of like well, that seems unnecessary. Right. But. And I know, I, I know she was trying to get across that all women of different sizes and are beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It, that you know, women are beautiful no matter what <clears throat> the outside looks like, and so I know you're trying to get the cross, but we got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the first like three pages. I mean, I was, I wanted to read this at work, and I was like, nope. Yep. <laughs> uh, that's not gonna happen. This is like the first three opening pages. It's like just all the women spread out, spread just out. completely naked. And I was yep. like, okay. Which I mean, I get the point of it, like you know, but at a certain point, it was a little. A little unnecessary, but um, other than that, I mean, the story is clearly not finished, and clearly. who knows if it'll ever be. I it was hard. It, this was hard for me to get through. Just uh, from the story, from the plot of the story, and just the pacing of it, and it wasn't really. I wasn't really looking forward to picking up and finishing it. Like, it took me longer to read these two volumes than takes me, you know, than to read a lot of things that are longer. It yeah. just wasn't, just didn't interest me. It wasn't really something I was like, yeah, let's, I want to see what happens. It was just like, uh, you know, it was just meh to me, I guess. It was, uh, yeah. I don't really have that so, too much to add. It wasn't, it wasn't great. Uh, with me, 
um, overall recommendation. There's probably not a lot of people I would recommend this to. Uh, those people who mostly females, I would this was most likely something I'd recommend to a female. You know, anyone who loves Handmaid's Tale and reads comic books, I think would like this. Um, it has an audience. I, I think it has an audience. You and I are just not that audience. Right. I, agree. Um, I think there are people out there that this is written for. Uh, I didn't find it horrible. I mean, the last one we read for our last podcast, I just found horrible. I, I didn't like it all around. I didn't find this one horrible. I just didn't like it. Uh, yeah. Does that make sense? No, that's an actual, I agree. I agree with you completely. Like, all right. Yeah, I did. There was definitely good points in this yeah. that that I liked a lot, and I mean, like you said, the art wasn't anything fantastic. Right. It was, you know, it just was passable. It was, you know, did it yeah. what it needed it to do. It did its thing. Um, but there were good parts of the story that you know that it, it just in like the dark room that we were, did last episode. It was we found a lot more wrong with that one. It was like yeah. a lot of holes in that one. Yeah. And this one is just not. Except it's for the not, fact it doesn't end. <laughs> yeah, it, it just doesn't have an ending. Ending, yet. right? So that that's kind of the hard part. It was I was expecting right. this to end, have an have an ending, and not yeah. be like a cliffhanger. Right. Six years later, no volume. Still no volume three. So so that's what I was going to add into the recommendation. Uh, I I don't know if I would recommend it to anyone just for the <clears> fact that it has no ending. Um, I don't want to recommend it to someone to get into it and then find out it's never going to be finished. Um, I like I said, it definitely has a target audience. Uh, women is the target audience. It's more targeted to show women, you know, you know they have power. You know, the, all, all women are special, no matter who you are, what you look like. Uh, it yeah. was definitely that. And it's probably, you know, target audience meant to teach men something. Um, but I still think the target audience is mostly women, right. you know, to see them you know, being put down, but then empowered at the end. It's just the problem. We don't get the empowerment at the end. We yeah, kind of brief... see it throughout the degree with Cam. Yeah. And then you get a very brief little yeah. thing at the end. Like, woohoo, they're coming out. And, yeah, that's, and it. that's it. So, so, yeah, that's some good points. I, I definitely agree with, with yeah. all of that. Yeah. Uh, uh, as far as just is a mature rating, I mean, it's definitely so it's very mature. I would not recommend mature. this to kids at all. Yeah. It is a, it is more adult oriented book for adults like you i was like you i usually with our books can read even two volumes like this in a night or two right and like you know text your bragging i'm already done yeah you're almost I'm always done before yeah, me yeah, i'm done i'm actually done read it for the notes and yeah you read faster than me so you're usually done way before me a lot of times but this one you finished yeah you're like I, uh, I finished it i'm like oh i could should probably go pick it up and finish it yeah, I mean it's short. It's only what ten issues, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's ten issues, two not, volumes. They're just a normal size comic, what twenty three whatever pages. So yeah, yeah. It's just uh, I don't know if it was just the subject matter or what. It was just it wasn't something I was really like trying to just plow through and yeah. But same. I don't know. Maybe it would, maybe it would be better if right. you just read it all in one sitting. I don't know. Yeah, I tried. No. <laughs> I tried to read it all in one sitting, and it's okay. just um, yeah. Yeah, it, it I, I found it fascinating how she created a whole game. In, yeah, in Megaton. It. Yeah, Megaton, and she had rules and everything. Yeah. Uh, but again, without an ending, 
it, it's just really hard. I mean, it was hard to read to begin with, yeah. but it gave us no conclusion. Right. And I don't want to recommend it to someone because I don't want them to get into a book with no conclusion. Yeah, and we didn't even get a conclusion. Like, the, they were practicing against the guards to play in, in a bigger game. Well, yeah, that's and then, it. And then that never happened. It's setting up. Because... I mean, that's, that is the reason why the engineers are there, because they're creating a stadium. Right. Because they're going to start doing betting with this game. Yeah. And it's going to be televised and be, like, a big thing. And that's what his announcement was supposed to be. But, you know. Yeah. I mean, she has all the material of where it's supposed to go. Right. But... It just never happened. Uh, that was Bitch Planet by Kelly Sue DeConnick. I don't ever want to discourage people from reading something, so you make the choice if you want to read it. But Jared and I didn't. It wasn't our forte, and we don't really recommend it to anyone, especially with no conclusion. Uh, do we have our book for next week? I think so. Okay, so our book by next week is Jared's pick. Yeah, so I was I was looking back at the ones we've done, and I was kind of surprised that we haven't had a Jeff Lemire book yet, who is one of my favorite writers yeah, right now. Yeah, so I was kind of um, trying to pick one, and we try and, keep, and find books that are self-contained within two volumes or so, yeah. so we're not, you know, reading a huge, yeah, huge, like, and have like this is volume five of the Blackest right. Night. Or we whatever. only read one and two. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so I think I'm going to do a, one of his earlier books that he uh, drew and wrote called. Oh, he did the art as well. Yeah. They're called the underwater welder. Underwater welder. Yeah, and what's it about? It's about an underwater welder. So it is actually about what it yeah. says. Underwater welder. It's about a guy who welds underwater. He he has a uh, kid on the way. His wife's pregnant, and then something happens down there while he's welding. Awesome. And we got to find Sounds out what excited. it is. So, I had a friend who used to do underwater welding. Really? Yeah. Wow. A lot of big, uh, pays really well. I bet. It sounds pays really well. Yeah, it's probably really dangerous. And when he talks about it, it scared the crap out of me. And I'd be like, Jesus, no wonder you yeah. paid so well. Right. So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, should be good. Like, I have This is one I haven't read by Jeff Lemire. Like I said, he's one of my favorite writers. I've read a ton of his stuff. So have you read anything <laughs> by? Uh, I, I've mentioned in podcasts in the past that I had always been about reading and not paying attention to oh, artists, yeah. writers and that until like recently. Did, and I really Did you read Sweet Tooth? I did read Sweet Tooth. That's Jeff Lemire. Okay. So, yes. Yeah. Very good. So, yeah. Yeah. That's a um, long one. Hmm? That's a long one. Sweet Tooth? Yeah, it's like six, six, six volumes. volumes. Six trades. <laughs> Don't pick that one. No, no, no. I mean, yeah, I, would, I would love to read that Did you ever see the show? No. Because what they... Did you? I watched some of it, yeah. Well, the I didn't because it, it seemed like the show was more geared towards like all age levels. And yeah. The books it was. are not. And that's why I said... Yeah. yeah, I guess you can't see my face on a podcast. Season, Ladies and gentlemen at home, my face of the podcast went. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I was I watched the first few episodes and was like, and that was only they tried to make it. They, they tried to make it not just everyone. They really tried to make it geared towards kids. Yeah, I mean, it's I know our main character is mostly a kid in the books, but in the books, it's He's really like, yeah, it's a, really more of a teenage and above for that book. Yeah, and this one's like he's playing with little kids, and you're like, right. I'm like, so yeah, we'll do, we'll see. Uh, that one should be good. I'm looking forward to it. Good. I read it. So. Yeah, I was. Uh, we were talking earlier, and it's funny because our first few podcasts, we were like, we love the books. Oh my god, these books are amazing. Are we ever going to pick books we don't like? Hey, we've kind of kind of been on a run. 
<laughs> yeah, the last three, I think, yeah. we're, are just kind of... I really had high hopes for, for Witches. Yeah. And it just fell through. Mm-hmm. I had no hopes for Dark Room because I had no idea what it was about. But, you know, my expectations were met on that one. <laughs> yeah. And this one, yeah. I, I really was looking forward to Bitch Planet just for the fact that it was called Bitch Planet. And it was not what I was expecting. It was not what it yeah. what it seemed to be. Yeah. Yeah. But it's but broad- right. really it's... broadening my my knowledge of graphic novels, so yeah. it's nice. But right. So now, when I ask you, have you read something from by so and so? Yeah, you'll be, be like, like, oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And I looked into their other stuff. That's why I love yeah. Hoopla. Because yep. yeah, like, this one we're. I mean, like Crowded. I what I just found Crowded. That's all I'm doing. And the nice thing about Hoopla is when you read a book, it recommends if you like this. Yeah, you might like the these end, ones, yeah. and that's why I got crowded. When, you it, yeah. when I was reading Saga, it's like, oh, mm. if you like Saga, you might like Crowded. It really has nothing to do. Nothing sounds. It's nothing like Saga, but it's good. <laughs> yeah, um, there's a book. Um, it, it's came out in single. It's been coming out in single issues, and the collected edition, their trade comes out th- next year. And I'm looking forward to reading it. It's called Eight Billion Genies, and basically, it's everyone on Earth gets a genie, and they get one. <gasps> I think wish. I about this. Yeah. And then it's just ape shit. It's ape shit. It, yeah, yeah, I've heard about this. It's just madness because everyone gets what they want. Yep. <laughs> so I'm looking Good, forward to it. But they only get one wish. Yeah, you only get one wish, but eight billion wishes. Wishes, yeah. For everyone gets one wish. So I, I, we'll do that wow. one next year. I'm Can you uh, wish I had everyone else's wishes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a good one. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to reading to, for us doing that one next year. Nice. When they, all the issues come out. Yeah, we'll do a... Now... I would like someone to let us know if they listen to the bonus issue the way you did with just the news and see if anyone liked that and if we should continue doing that, just doing an issue with news and that and what's going on in the nerd society. Because I actually enjoyed that. I did like talking about yeah, the yeah. nerd. We have enough uh, topics to yeah, cover. Which... Topic. And, and again, it's going to have to be, you know, right now we're both busy with work and sure. you know, not only are we going to have to read a book, then we have to like search up what the news is for that week. And we only do this every two weeks. So, right. you know, by the time we do the news... <laughs> It's it's not news anymore. It's like, yeah, that's the problem. Is if it, yeah. you know we gotta. We so it's it to gonna be more too. like uh, Oliver, John Oliver's this weekend. This, yeah, this this week, the this last, last two weeks, last yeah, <laughs> last week's news. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> news of the past that you've already listened to and uh, forgot about. Right. <laughs> uh, well, good. If uh, anyone has any questions, comments, concerns. Uh, they can email us at hardcoverhideout at gmail.com. Perfect. And they can also find us on Instagram at hardcover underscore hideout. It's probably the best place. DM us, comment, yep. uh, things like that. So we're really, Instagram is our biggest place. And yeah. on Instagram, they have the link, right? You have a uh, yep. setup where it goes to our Twitter. Our, oh, there's some news right there Twitter. Oh Twitter, yeah, Twitter's that's, been a a, yeah that's a whole other podcast. That man is just going to ruin Twitter. Yeah, soon, sooner, sooner or later, we're going to be saying uh, we're not on Twitter anymore. <laughs> yeah, uh, we could pay the eight bucks a month to get our check. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, no thanks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, on our Instagram, we have the link that show that links to all of our other episodes, episodes and Twitter, uh, things like that. Awesome. Well, other than that, you guys have a great week. Jared, you have a great week. And you as well. Everyone, uh, thank you for joining us, and happy reading. Happy reading, everybody. Happy reading, everybody.